Survivor And when the show ends You really wanna talk about it With like-minded friends It might be hard to find some But don't you shed a tear Check out the Purple Rock Podcast And this is what you'll hear John will make some dumb jokes And he likes to yell and curse And if they're not available The backup hosts are so much worse Spend the whole time being jerks and telling you you're wrong And so we got this other jerk To sing you our theme song It's the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast Hello and welcome to the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast We are here to talk about the finale of season 43 and what better way to do that than with the original gang of four welcome to the episode matt emma and john andy i'm gonna give that like a c minus i mean i know not your skill set bro but it it could have used a little more enthusiasm if i'm offering some criticism i do i will say that i like the fact that you put up a poster of emma behind you that's nice I don't see one of me unless you're going with like I I fit a Mariah Carey look. Maybe I don't know. It's, As like uh, I know he's going for Feist here, but I'm I, choosing to believe yeah. he's going for Mariah Carey. <laughs> I, I think what Snoopy? John's trying to say is that Andy, you would have nailed it had you uh, passed off hosting to John instead. Uh, you know, instead of taking it on for yourself for the intro there. A C minus is a perfectly acceptable and appropriate level for this season. Thank you very much. Why don't we let the experts handle the hosting and start by talking about how we enjoyed the episode. And since we've got a panel here, Matt, give me your thoughts first. Uh, it was, it was, not, wasn't that good. Ah, wasn't that good. Kind of a, uh, not that good capital, but not that good season. Yeah. I'm getting the vibe that you didn't think it was good. Yeah. Okay. Emma, do you concur? Wait, okay. So like that'll that'll actually happen. That wasn't a fever dream because <laughs> just like gotta put this out there just in case. Uh I actively have COVID right now. Um I'm on day four, <laughs> like so it's a time. little better. But uh um I will be yeah. keeping my finger hovering over the mute button trying to cover any coughs or sneezes the best I can so apologies in advance uh luckily I'm sounding a little less like James than I was earlier this week so I'm I'm trying I was supposed to be seeing some some second wave riot girls tonight but instead I'm talking to y'all because I can't be in a group setting what an upgrade yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right Andy Give us your thoughts. I don't know if I've ever been as indifferent to a finale than I was in this episode from the moment that like Gabler's wire caught fire. I mean, there's been others where I didn't care that much, but just absolute complete indifference. I did not have a preference. I did not care. Now, as it turns out though, uh, when we get to the winner, um, I actually think it was a best case scenario for the three uh, that were um, decided, not because he's a good winner, the opposite. All of them would have been very bad winners. He's the only one that people won't pretend otherwise. And so that respect, I was actually kind of relieved when it happened. I didn't think it like, again, I was barely watching from that point on. I just did not care. But then when I saw him win, I'm like, huh, 
you know what? That's for the best. That's for the best. Nobody will fool themselves over what this was. How about yourself, John? Um, yeah, I mean, the Carla thing like was telegraphed from last week. Like it was just so patently obvious what was going to happen. Um, and then it seemed obvious that unless Jesse won immunity, he was gone too. And so once he lost that challenge, I was like, well, it's been real. Um, See, for me, fire extends it because it's always possible he wins fire. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he just, he doesn't seem the type. So (laughs) anyway, so then. That is some kind of stereotyping. I'm not really sure what way, but it's something. He's no Mike White. We'll say that. Listen, I have a known <laughs> bias against Duke grads. That's what it is. Like I, I'm just putting it out there. Big UNC guy myself. Does it count uh, if it's a PhD? I feel like no one really claims their grad school the same it, way. It, I bet Kyrie it, it would. It does if you went to a few schools and Duke is one of them. Right. There you go. I was like, you're yeah. the one who actually has a, a post-grad degree. Well, I guess John does too. But Yeah, I was going to say, geez. Yeah, but I don't think you're claiming that one. That I'm hard. not. <laughs> so. This is what I've learned. No one cares about John's MBA. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> the rest of my feelings, I just, I, similar to Andy, like it got to the final three and I went, well, one of these is going to win. I just, I guess I'll stay and see who it is, but I couldn't have possibly been bothered to care. Yeah. This is one of those instances I mean, where the phrase couldn't care less was legitimately true. There yep. was no like lower way of my like caring. Because, you know, it, you know, but the thing is, we were all then but surprised when Gabler won, though, which means that there was a certain amount of, I guess, maybe not caring, but investment in that surprise. So, like, I don't know, like that surprise, you know, made me more interested to talk about the season than if, uh, say, Cassidy had won and talk about the episode than if Cassidy had won, because this is. You know, as you said, Andy, you can't polish this turd anymore, you know, and, you know, I think they try throughout the season, but this is just what it is, which means that now we have a very messy show and season to talk about, which is frankly more interesting than just, oh, yeah, yeah, under-edited woman one. And more importantly, like this for me felt a lot like like a happier version of the end of Nicaragua, right? I wasn't actively hating people. And that's the thing too, is like, it took investment out of it in that, like in Nicaragua, I hated all of them. I wanted no one to win. And in this case, I was like, shrug, one of you can win. That's, that's fine. You're all mediocre at best at survivor, but I'm, I'm fine with one of you winning versus Nicaragua. I was like, no, they should just say, nah, we're, we're out on the million dollar prize this season. None of you deserve it. So for Nicaragua, I was actually rooting for Fabio because he was the one I didn't hate. You know, that's kind of where it was at. Whereas, yeah, no, I was completely indifferent. You're Emma. Yeah. Um, I think just my break to the end of this episode was basically, I wish I knew the source, but you know, a, a sort of stick figure cartoon that's popularly used on the internet was the guy being like, I guess. Like, yeah, and okay. Gabler definitely was a surprise, but only because I just didn't think anybody would take him seriously throughout the season. Oh, yeah. I was always giving him the faintest of praise, where it's like, yeah, you know what? It, Maybe he's not as dumb as we seem. 
it well, is interesting because I felt the whole time I don't think he was necessarily playing that badly but and this is where I think there's been debate on like did the edit mess up or, or whatever and maybe it's just how we view certain people and that's the problem but like I definitely had the sense of like it does not feel like this cast respects him um well, and apparently that's not true and I mean maybe they just respected it more and that's all it takes um but like I mean I think the biggest example for me is you know during final tribal when they were like chuckling at like Allie Gabler and all of that, you know, I've listened to some post game stuff and takes that have been, you know, like Robin Steven and that sort of thing saying like, Oh wow. Like they were eating out of the palm of their hand of like Tony at what is that? And I was like, Oh, see I, and maybe this is just my own bias, like fully thought like, Oh, they're laughing at you, not with you. And it's like, Oh, Oh God, they were laughing with him. I'm still not sure they were laughing with him, but also like kind of a seven to one. Yeah. You know? Well, but I mean, it's it a lot about that one laugh. and that zero. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If we ask you to rank, which was the best time you got COVID, Emma, it doesn't mean that you were really <laughs> like that time. Mm. It just means you have to pick. I think probably the first time. There you go. Yeah. 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 Fond memories of that one. Yeah. You know, it was like, novel um it wasn't that the long novel after coronavirus i didn't feel that bad the third yeah. time had paxlovid and that was horrible so that actually ranks it below even though it made me test negative faster i like that despite andy, andy was clearly making a joke and i was like well let's no. just go ahead and no, rank no, these it's things. fine yeah. <laughs> sounds like the third time this. was the owen of the COVID experiences <laughs> yeah, yeah one of them was the ryan you know Right. No, third, it's like, yeah, it was a fact love. It's like for some people that really worked for them and make would have made the oh, the third time the facts love it is the Cassidy. For some people that would have really made the season worth it and like good for them. Uh for me, I was like nauseous and couldn't eat and it was horrible. <laughs> so um checks out. That's worse, actually. That's more unfair to Cassidy than I want to be, but I just I couldn't I'm too spiteful for the edit readers to have enjoyed a Cassidy victory um and now that is the one thing and I tweeted that this morning is uh between Gabler's win and Erica's win I am never going to take anything anyone says about the edit seriously ever the fuck again <laughs> because there were people during this episode during the finale like uh Steven had been really saying he saw Cassidy as like the final five boot and that sort of thing and like oh so when she doesn't get one, and I was like, oh, wow, how about that obvious final five boot? You know, all people who were like, today's the day, Cassidy's going to win Survivor. And then, you know, she she did it. So even though I, I mean, again, fate praise, right? Um, like, sure. I don't even, I don't even know if I could say who I was rooting for in that three. It didn't exist and like it just also bugged me the edit readers of like can't believe people think that jesse is gonna win totally a final four type thing and like sure we've seen that we've also seen the best player win sometimes it happens and their edits are typically the same as if they're when they're the fallen angel or whatever and why does it have to be like okay i've decided this is the person who's gonna win so that's who i'm rooting for can't we just like root for who we want to win why does it have to be who we think is gonna win like 
it's it's very similar to me as the like, oh, well, I liked Carla the first three weeks of the show, so I have to keep liking her, even though she started playing bad from the James vote. I feel so vindicated by the amount of people who are like, no, this is why getting rid of James is actually good for her. You can check my tweets. I said at the time, <laughs> I do not like this move for Carla. And you know what? I was right. Sorry. Yeah, it's nice to uh, like that we are the types that actually will change our opinion on people like as the game progresses versus like this desperate clinging to a narrative where we get to be right. Like, no, I need this person to come through for me. And so I can look like a genius that I predicted their victory four episodes ago. Now that said, we really did need Tony to win the first time so that we could have predicted his victory. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> can yeah, I just absolutely. say how, the other thing I thought with Gabe Lizwin is uh, Andy is so lucky y'all already <laughs> retired the zero percent club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I mean, I was the one who retired it, right? And you know, my jersey hangs in the rafters of it. <laughs> um, I don't, I know, I don't think I would have put Gabler in though. I am the person, the only person on, of this four who's been talking all season long about this show, who has always been saying these people are really underestimating Gabler. And again, that was never from. I think he's going to win. Absolutely no. Although last week when Mike was saying only two people go in, I'd be like, well, what about Gabler though? Um, hey, in my, in our private Slack message, I said the only person of this top final five, I don't think can win is Carla. So, um, but it's like, I thought he was a threat. There was a threat that he posed. And I thought that was because he would just destroy people's games. But the whole time it's like, people are underestimating Gabler at their own peril. And in, it included Cassidy. You know, I, I don't think it was a good look for her when she's sitting there in front of the jury being like, well, I took him because I didn't think it would help him at all. And they're like, oh, really? Uh, another great read by Cassidy. You know, like uh, today, Owen is out there talking about how gobsmacked he was when Gabler won, which, hey, fair. Same. Same for us. <laughs> I'd say but that. I would also say that, uh, well, that should have been our indication. If Owen really doesn't think that something's going to happen, yeah. then that's the thing that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, the man did not have that on reads. this show, then I would have been prepared for it. No, yeah, well, I would have been like, there we go. Gabler guaranteed and lock it down. Uh, it just it gets back to what I said earlier. Why uh, in the end, I was happy. Not happy is not the right word. I was satisfied that of these three losers, Gabler was the one who lost less because People would invent things of the other two. People would, they, they still are, man. People are still talking about Cassidy, the amazing survivor player, because they had built that narrative in their head. They'd built an entire fantasy world in which she was doing things that the mean editors weren't showing us. And then it turns out, no, no, not really. Nobody's nobody of consequence, nobody that I interact with. I'm not on Facebook. Nobody's going to do that for Gabler. So we don't have to live in a world where people are going to try and tell me that this season was something that it wasn't. So, you know, it's as Diego Armando said in our comments, if we didn't get the winner, you know, that we, you know, deserved wanted, or needed. wanted, but we got the winner that, you know, this season deserved, you know, the Batman quote that I'm totally messing up. Yeah, so, nailed it. Nah, you nailed it, man. Do you yeah. like one I've never been sure. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, depends on the one. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's just, yes, I'm glad that Gabler won because now we can just say, yeah, man, sometimes crappy people win this game. They can't abstain from the vote. There was three people to choose from, and they might have been three of the four worst people to make the merge. <laughs> In yeah. terms of gameplay, not as people. Oh, sure, whatever. Yeah, maybe I, one of them. I mean, it but, could be sure. both. We don't know. 
don't know what kind of skeletons Owen has in that closet. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. All right. We don't know about um, any of this stuff. So why do we think Gabler won, Emma? That's because Jesse didn't make it to the end. You know, I don't I don't. So you're giving credit to the fire making then. I guess fire making again. Cartoon guy. I guess. Why did? Why did anyone? Why did? Why does anything? Why did Bob win? You know. Bob won because he was likable. That's it. (laughs) The same might be true of Gabler. It might be. They certainly seemed to like him when he was giving his answers at Final Tribal Council. They seemed to. I wouldn't. I don't know. (laughs) You know, don't. This is actually. This does bring me to a point. There's, and I guess it's just because that, you know, there was this expectation of this under-edited woman and the sort of patron saint of the uh, the woman whose game wasn't shown is Michelle Fitzgerald. And clearly Michelle only could have won because of her incredible social game and not because two a- alpha bro aggro dudes were upset that the nerdy girl beat them. And so they'd rather reward the pretty girl. And so any pretty white woman who might be perfectly nice i have nothing against gavity uh who makes it to the end surely has this incredible social game to quote rob says since when like it didn't seem like people really liked her it didn't seem like they hated her but like it didn't seem like they that she had these like strong connections with people she was connected to carla until Sammy, who had voted for Carla the day before, said one little lie. Now, again, I still think that says more about Carla than it does about Cassidy. But that's that was her one person. And it shows the bond was nowhere near unbreakable. He did not have to work hard for that. And like, yeah, she had James's vote and everything. But James went out pretty early in the merge. And Cassidy was not a part like had no, you know, was not in that little tribe division, who knows what could have happened. And um, see, I, I think the the thing that really submarined Cassidy's game is the fact that Owen said, like, you know, she's my tightest. Like, we're, we're buds. <laughs> yeah. Like, good, my dear friend Cassidy, like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Submarined like, her game right there. That was yeah. all it took. Ooh, yeah, when, when we were, I was still making a point, though. Uh, <laughs> just that, yeah, like, there, when there's these under-edited, under-the-radar players, there's this assumption that they all have to be Natalie White, and you forget that Natalie White was against Russell Hance, you know? Owen is not Russell Hance. Gabler was not Russell Hance, even though maybe there's, you know, stuff online that other people, that they clearly, I don't think, knew at the time. Yeah, why didn't they Google him on the island? They're both (laughs) going differently. That actually, I mean, that brings me to a point that we could get to later. But yeah, like, I just because you like her Twitter presence and because she admittedly had an amazing pregame photo doesn't mean that Cassidy is like an amazing social player. You know um, how I know Cassidy sucks at Survivor? She, she lost, lost to Gabler. Mike fucking Gabler. <laughs> Seven to one. Yeah. Let's close the it's fucking the book on it. It's the seven to one that really gets me. You know, yeah, if this was some close. sort of three, two, two. Eight or people something. who were there, who played, were like, "Nah, I'm voting for that guy." You know, there's a lot of vagaries in Survivor, but when you get to the end and people are picking, and that's the bar you can't clear. 
I think we should accept what happened here. And I know people constructed their you know vision board of what Cassidy was going to be because they desperately wanted one outcome. And frankly, the person who embodied that outcome didn't even matter as long as they met the right qualifications. And they're, they're, they can't let go. But man, she lost to Mike Gabler. To Gabler, to what a lot of the people who are arguing and fighting about are calling one of the worst winners ever. We'll get to that in a second. And she lost badly. It's time to off-ramp that fandom is all I'm saying. They're, they're, this is the fight you need to have, which is why, again, I'm glad she didn't win. Because right now, people are having it. A year from now, people aren't going to remember her. There will be other robbed goddesses, I'm sure. There's also, like, hey, already, the I've seen a lot of talk. Her. Sorry, I've seen a lot of talk about, like, oh, clearly the jury was bitter, which is hilarious because the jury wasn't bitter against Aubrey. Weird. Um, but also, I didn't. Now, admittedly, I had checked out a little bit during Final Tribal, like Andy said, was not that interested. Plus, totally, I admit, like, you know, I was like, okay, I guess the Cassidy Truthers were right. Um, this doesn't seem that interesting. You know, I didn't sense a lot of bitterness, even the like refuting her game at the end. I, again, saw just these people reading it. And I get that the world sucks and why there's a negative view of things, but like reading into like, Oh, these guys were just couldn't wait to take her down. I was like, it seems like from what I've read that they all kind of talked about the game at Ponderosa, which tracks is what we expect. And so Ryan heard like, oh, getting me out. He's like, oh, hey, wait, Cody, Jesse, did you guys say that you actually were already doing that? Like, it wasn't like, let me quickly refute it. It was like, I'm the person who was voted out. And that's not what I heard. Let he me actually check. apologized while doing it. I'm not too like make you look bad. But and then they're like, yeah, that's not what happened. So again, uh, her one big move was the time that she uh, got possibly the only other bad player at the time. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we didn't have like full confirmation that 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 they actually decided to change their plan based on who they saw, but they talked about it before they went up there. So when that came out at the end, it was like, oh, okay, so they actually did go through with that. Okay, it's good to know. You know what we never got the entire season was any vote from the perspective of Cassidy. And in fact, lately, she wasn't even like we didn't even really see people telling her the vote. And that's a big difference between her and Gabler. If we want to say, like, why? Again, why? The jury had to pick a fucking reason. All the choices sucked and they had to vote for somebody. So if it's because they liked him a bit better, that's fine. If it's because he won fire. There's nothing else separating these people. So sure. If it's because the one time, the one move that like he claimed was a, like actual move, even if it's really unimpactful, whereas the move she claimed was not her move at all. And the move that Owen claimed was the time that he got his vote taken away from him. Just, just <laughs> fucking amazing. My best individual move is when I had no vote. And In I fairness, sat there the doing nothing. Was that when could you it's count the best on time because it's a one time when I clearly didn't vote wrong because I did not have my vote. Uh, but yeah, like if you like just compare the two gameplay from what we see versus the you know the constructed reality that the truthers had out there. We saw people ask Gabler for his vote. Yes. Was he out there getting votes, making votes happen? Absolutely not. But when it was time to get a vote, we actually saw people talk to Gabler and like look to convince them. When they wanted Cassidy's vote, they talked to Carla. And then it just assumed that they had Cassidy's vote. Yeah. So, so that's what I was going to bring up. I think that the reason why Gabler won is that when they were both, when Cassidy and Gabler, and I'm just considering the two of them because let's be honest, 
no one was considering Owen at Final Tribal because they shouldn't have. But when Cassidy and Gabler were making their pitches, Cassidy made the pitch that she was, you know, like maybe not a godfather, you know, type of presence, but like a presence that impacted the game, that was moving votes, that was driving them, that, you know, she was like, I was right for every single vote. She wasn't. We all remember the one vote she wasn't, but she kept saying that. And her point was like, you know, I was a game mover. I made things happen. Gabler's thing was, I was part of a group of people who did this. And that was true because, and that, and they could sit and they could like be like, yeah, that actually was true. He was part of a group of people because we were the people that were actually driving votes. And then Gabler was one of our numbers. Cassidy was also in there. But she wasn't never like a core part of our alliance. She just kept surviving, you know, through these other people. And you know what? That takes skill. It takes skill to get to the end of Survivor in some ways. But the thing is, they didn't respect the way she did it. And they didn't respect the way she sold her game. And I think it's because she tried to oversell it. Whereas Gabler was basically like, this is what I did. He didn't make it seem like he played an amazing game and there because he didn't. And they were like, yeah, we weren't looking for someone who's saying they played an amazing game. We were looking for someone who played the C minus game. And that happened to be Gabler. See, and that I, was enough I to win this season. You're on the right path. But I, I think really this is just a read the jury thing, right? This is, yeah, they are all survivors and thus very self-involved and very willing to paint themselves as the hero of the story. And so if you are not helping to further that image for them, like that's a failing on your part. Like you could see from some of their questions, how much they were invested in getting their own biography out there. Like, Oh, you know, back at this vote that I definitely ran and, you know, outside this game, I do whatever, like, okay, yes, make it all about you. But clearly that's what they want. And Gabler was able to, to some degree, do that by saying like, hey man, you remember I was part of your alliance and yeah, we were running and you guys were doing it and we were having such a great time and I was with you guys. And it wasn't like I did this. It was like, we were together versus Cassidy is like, yeah, you know, I was, I was plugged in and, you know, they all lived that. So they know, as Andy said, eh, a lot of the times it wasn't necessarily we went to Cassidy because we desperately needed her. It was like, well, Cassidy's vote's a lock as long as we get you know Carla on board. They're a twosome. Right. The thing. This was a season you, there was very few quick close votes. So her being right. like, oh, I voted right every time. It's like most people did other than Owen Cassidy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when she was saying, I'm the only one who did that. I'm like, no, Jesse. Jesse is also because she said it before. And then, of course, also, you remember she did not, right? Yeah, me sobbing yeah. in hysteria. <laughs> So she at one time she did not vote the same. That wasn't a fever dream. It happened. She said it in exit interviews. Gabler only missed one vote too. So you yeah. like when her whole thing is, hey, I survived to the end. Well, again, so did Gabler, so did Owen. I can tell because they're fucking here. And yeah. then it's like I voted up the correct all the time. What a difficult thing to do in the season of like you know consensus voting. It's like, yeah, yeah and Carla voted the right way in votes we didn't want her to. This is just yeah. the way this season was. Point, I <laughs> yeah, wish it's... she had not only so I would not feel gaslit, but I wish she had talked about voting for Ryan because uh, that wasn't her being left out the way Owen was left out. She So I get why she's saying she already she always knew where the vote was going. That's true. That's not yeah, a lie. Sure. But like that was a statement, you know, and you can work with that. 
maybe it wasn't worth it, but like maybe you can get, you know, Janine's vote. <laughs> um, or like literally one vote. Good God. Yeah. Um, like what? Jan- you couldn't get Janine to vote for you instead of Gabler? Gabler, who was the cause of the her game ending and not in a like, because I knew you were such a threat way. Yeah. Or Owen, who just like didn't even throw her the pity vote. You did. <laughs> but um I it just I think I, another thing Gabler I, did well broke in the me. final tribal oh. council was he admitted his faults. Yeah. I did like that actually, because the jury doesn't want to feel lied to, much like the audience felt about that fucking Janine vote. <laughs> <laughs> I came up to, I was talking to another, you know, a Twitter mutual of mine. Um, he, we both had tweeted, you know, hours apart because the time zones about feeling gaslit by that. And I was just like, the only thing I can come up with at this point is that Cassidy and Owen experienced a very brief Freaky Friday scenario <laughs> that they didn't even know happened. They just I mean, made a pact. This is the lie that we need to live on now. It, it's you know, hang, so much of our game hangs on this. Will show us who voted for who. They tell us this every yeah. time, every week. I'm sorry, I brought that more shrill than normal. Please remember, I have COVID. Be nice to me. But yeah, there's um, plenty of reasons why Cassidy didn't win. Yeah, why Gabler won. And it's just like, man, again, there's very little separating these three. They all sucked. None, none of the jurors were excited about this choice, but they have to choose. So a lot of people are, you know, coming out of exit interviews. Some of those exit interviews are from the two losers, I wanted to say. So grain of salt that as well. Um, two people who had no fucking clue that Gabler was going to beat them, and now we're going to rely on their keen observations for why Gabler did beat them. I don't yep. know. Um, but yeah, so the fire making. Is it the fire making? Is it because <laughs> he made fire in record time, I might add? The answer is maybe because they sucked. You needed something. They, none of these people gave a real reason why they should win a season. So if you got to pick... It's like, okay, sure, you, fire. So it, yeah, so it's like, oh, it's an outrage that Cassidy would have had to make fire to win. It's like, no, she needed to do something. And they're like, hey, that's something. This is your chance. Because right now, right now at Final Four, you've done nothing. Yeah. So eliminate Jesse and maybe you. The one thing Cassie did was she won three immunities. Only the fact was that didn't seem so impressive because Owen did too, and no one was ever going to consider voting for Owen. So if someone uh, was Jake's like... Was. <laughs> he wasn't really come on <laughs> you know who wouldn't have voted for owen owen if owen yeah. was in that jury there's no oh, fucking you meant, way i thought you meant considering for voting out owen that's oh. why it was like James oh no, 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 no. Like, i meant voting for him at the end yeah sorry for, for i thought you were saying like, that the immunities didn't matter because he wasn't in danger or something no no no, no. Like, i think that one time i think it did <laughs> no i think the immunities did matter for yeah, cassidy yeah. i think that the fact that she was winning when she was winning was actually helpful to her game but there, but but no one would consider her voting for it at the end because like if someone was like, well, the reason she should win is because she won three immunities. Owen won three immunities, yeah. and no one was considering Owen as a winner. So a it's like you need to break that. <laughs> and yeah. I I do one thing about the fire, and I mean, the fact is that she only got one vote, so this might not have helped, or it might have only moved the needle a little bit. But like you mentioned earlier, her um thing about Gabler like being like oh well I thought you know it wouldn't help him that much if he would fire they're like oh I don't know if that's the right read 
I feel like if when answering that question, because I thought most of her answer to Noel was good of like, why the fuck should I have to go to the fire? Fuck you. I want immunity. <laughs> Obviously she said it better than that, but you know, point stands. But um, if saying instead, like I thought it would prop up, Owen, which also is weird because even saying that, I feel like you're saying like, it's this weird double stake. It's like, Oh, well then you think Owen is good. Maybe I should vote for Owen. Like that's already a mess, but like, and then saying like, yeah, I didn't think Gabler was good enough. Like that just like sounds not, nice you know in a way that i don't think people are gonna ever like like it sort of um but then also i think what she could have said and you know maybe it wouldn't work but could have said look gabler was a is a great fire maker we saw how well we did we needed to get jesse out so he was my deputy on that charge you know he said right. i want to do this for you cassidy and i said great i you know i need to get this done i want us you know, I won the immunity so that the three of us can get there because that was our plan. Yeah, no, that, no, he should have pitched it as I just needed someone to beat Jesse. I, I, I needed the best person to beat Jesse. Gabler was the best fire maker. You know, if, if the goal is to get Jesse out, why would I take the chance on me when I win the worst fire maker? I don't think it's a demerit to be the worst fire maker and to recognize that. But this goes to, again, what we mentioned. Gabler did admit some faults at Final Tribal. Whereas I don't think she really did. And I think that hurt her. Other than, and, you know, getting into an argument with uh, Carla. I think that was. Yeah. It. Yeah. Other I than getting into an argument with Carla. So. All right. So the question that Survivor Twitter loves to discuss, did the jury get this one wrong, Andy? I know no. you're waiting for thoughts on this. No, the jury doesn't get it wrong. I love how like that's accepted Bible truth when somebody that you like wins and then suddenly it's a bunch of fucking Russell Hans's uh, stands out there. Like that's what Twitter has been since last night. It's just totally Hansian. And they they decorate it in, you know, fancy talk and you know, maybe social justice or whatever, but it's the same vibe. You're hurt that the person you were cheering for was not chosen by the people who were there. The person that was not able to convince more than one person that they should win. And that's why they lost, man. That's how Survivor is. If these people didn't think Cassidy should have won, then Cassidy shouldn't have won. That's how Survivor works. Did they choose a great winner? No, because there was no good choice. That's how it is. And that, you know, we're, it was bound to happen sometime. If we're playing in Survivor, and frankly, it's not even just now era, it's kind of how Survivor's always been. You get rid of the people you think are better than you. That's how it goes. It's why it's not good to compare it to sports because people didn't get to vote out Michael Jordan, right? Um, eventually, some. I'm going to change the World Series this year. I could tell you that. Yeah. But eventually, sometimes. You're going to get a bunch of bad choices. You know, everybody's going to be really good at taking out the people that are good. And then we get this choice. So now the jury didn't make the wrong choice. They made whatever. It was three bad choices and they picked one. How about you, John? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think as always, Tony was correct in Winners at War. Like we need to make this like a, a hyenas versus lions situation. Like the game in general needs to be more that way because you're just encouraging more and more of these like tallest blade of grass is getting cut by the lawnmower and you you're always headed towards a finale like this right like sometimes you might narrowly avoid it someone might sneak through but i mean when you reward mediocrity and you punish active gameplay 
Like, yeah, it's not at all surprising that this is going to be an outcome at some point, right? Yeah. Well, in this season, especially because how many tall blades of grass really? Exactly. No, it's interesting to me, though, that, you know, Tony espoused this theory that the threats should team up together to avoid being voted out in Winners at War. And he won that season. You yes. Usually when on a returning season, when someone, you know, like the winner, their gameplay, the reason why they won then gets repeated. When Sandra won Heroes versus Villains, anyone but me became like the like a strategy that people would repeat over and over. I have yet to see anyone since season 40 talk about the Tony, talk about the, uh, you know, like the threats teaming up together to avoid being cut down in the same way that Tony did. And I don't understand why, because what we've seen these past three seasons is you stick your head up, you get chopped down. And I, I hate watching it. I I do hate watching it. How the merge of 42 started, they just all kind of fell off the wheels, but it did seem to be like, okay, here are the power players of each tribe and we shall join and form an alliance. Um, and then we shall all turn on each other very quickly because that <laughs> yeah, guy is too shifty. <laughs> um, but I I do hope, I hope to God that I don't believe in God. I really hope that um at the next returning season, Omer and Jesse and <laughs> Ricard and you know, whoever else have been recent final four, final five type people, uh band together. And are like, you know, we should play like Tony. <laughs> we should do the, we should be lions here and work together because, and I know those are all dudes, but uh, that's just, those are the most recent seasons. So here we go. But um, yeah, I, cause, cause that's the thing. It's like, oh, well, Jesse will probably get to play again, but now they're all going to be like, oh, well, we know him. He's too tricky. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I really don't like enough, Jesse's chances in the future. If there's enough no. of them, <laughs> we take a long time. <laughs> And he only gets more daddish. Yeah. <laughs> now Andy's relating even more. He's like, yes. Well, here's the thing: why, like, I don't like a Jesse's comparison to others is that he doesn't offer secondary utility to alliance mates other than loyalty, and um, we know what that's worth now. Like, I think <laughs> when you're like, you know, otherwise a challenge liability and not very useful at camp. And then you come back as the schemer. People are like, wait, why? Like, why are we? Right. What it was value? <laughs> you you want to be Rob C in All Stars because yeah. that's how you get Rob C yeah. in All Stars. Like Tony yeah. is useful in other ways. Rob, you know, Boston Rob has been useful in other ways. Jesse is just there to help you lose. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's. So, what if he anyway. spends these next few years getting swole? Yeah, yeah swole Jesse comes back. <laughs> I would be so disappointed. No. <laughs> like, this is like breaking our vibe, Jesse. Uh, but getting back uh, to Gabler, uh, so yeah, I think we're all of the consensus. The jury didn't get it wrong because A, the choices were bad, and B, that's we can't just play the jury is right game when we like the winner, you know, either you're, like, yeah, I was like, if the jury got it wrong, then who we get to go back to. So yeah. Do we, do, are we going to re, uh, you know, relitigate a bunch of other seasons that uh, famously people who Hold me probably, back I'll talk about heroes versus villains. Yeah. <laughs> people that's like, they really disagreed with or be like, Oh, this person should have won. Anyway. Um, where do you think, like, I don't know. We don't rank winners you can win in so many different ways but we're also human beings with like opinions um gabler is he all-time great somewhere in the middle 
something else. What do you think, John? I like how you could barely get out all time great. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not asking even? for one to 43, yeah, but just it, roughly. It just felt like comps. it's one of those SAT questions, which I don't know if you have that in Canada, but it's an uh, SAT question where like one of the answers is just so obviously not it. And you're like, okay, well, it's not that one at least. So now I've just got these other ones. I've got to eliminate some choices. So one of the above. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you can only win the season you play. And so in that sense, fine. But I mean, it's the same sort of level where it's like Bob and Gabon, where it was like, well, sure, you, why not? I mean, it's, I guess it's not cool to just pick the other old white guy that won. Wow, but John. I know, right? So racist really against old white guys. <laughs> um, but it's just, there's not a whole lot that really distinguishes him <laughs> from the crowd. I'm sorry, like, is Gabler an old white guy or an old wife guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's make sure we're clear here. Really we clear about our name. White guy. <laughs> I'm talking about Jesse. I am not saying white guy. For anyone who needs to know. White guy. Oh, to people who don't read our comments, they're so confused, but uh, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. Also, I have seen on Twitter that uh, apparently Gabler is part um, Arab of some kind for what sure. it's worth. But I mean, census takers in the Middle East is a whole can of worms anyway, so none of my business. Regardless, he is the other old man. That old won. man. How about that? Yes. So, it, yeah. Who has it, a wife. I'm never, never going to like excitedly reminisce about Gabler's game, right? So the, there are so many more interesting topics to discuss. And I think that I feel that mostly about this season in general, right? That there's just going to be so many other seasons that I could discuss. And this one just felt like so ephemeral. As soon as it was done, I was like, hmm, okay, I watched that. I don't think I'll ever think about it again. All right, I need a stronger take. Uh, Matt, uh, I think he's a put- bottom five winner. Bottom there five. There you uh, go. How strong is that? Yeah. Uh, I was like, you know how I feel about numbers, but definitely at the bottom. He's bo- no, bottom five. It's I can't say for certain he's the worst. I can't count enough to know that, Matthew. <laughs> Just uh, could you name five worse? That, I don't know. I don't I think I can. I don't think I can. He I is can't name five people right now. I'm dying. There are certain winners who I hate for reasons other than just the game they played. Uh, we don't need to name names, but it's hard for me to, you know, to say like, oh, he is definitely worse than that person. But I'm, but I'm not counting the possibility of it out is the thing. And that means he's a really bad winner. He's a really bad winner. But here's the thing. Cassidy and Owen would have been really bad winners, too. They would have been in the same boat. So, like, they all sucked. Yeah. Uh, I'm willing to accept the argument that Mike Gabler is the worst winner in Survivor history. It's fair. Like, look, uh, what separates him from Bob or Fabio? I don't know. I watched it more recently. Might be the answer. I'm 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 fine to go there. I'm happy with that. While still saying that he absolutely deserved to win, and he was a better player than the two people he beat. Yep. So that then leads to the question: Was this possibly the worst final three 
of all time. Yeah, I think maybe. You know, like okay, been. Nicaragua <laughs> is mean, probably Gabon. the other comp. Gabon, Gabon. but Gabon it's like had Gabon. final two. No, no it didn't. No, didn't. What are you oh, talking about, John? I, Wow, no, how sugar was Susie, I was like, oh yeah, it wasn't just Bob and Sugar. <laughs> no, here's <laughs> the thing. Game set match Gabon. Wow. It's it's impressive because the thing is that, you know, actually, let's compare it to Gabon for a second, which I actually think is a decent comparison of Final Three because you have the one person who is so useless that no one is considering them for the win. Just completely useless. But then Gabon had a second place that actually did stuff and everyone hated. And you didn't have that here. And I don't know whether that makes Gabon's final three better or worse. It makes it different. It's the thing, like, Sugar was the prime mover of her season. It's just they all really did not like her. Whereas these three are the exact opposite of prime movers. They are just the people that moved, you know? So... On that note, I can't believe no one else has named it, but thank you for leaving it for me. Millennials versus Gen X. That's <laughs> yeah, another, that's, also, yeah, that's a good I've one. I've actually been wanting to bring up three. Millennials versus Gen X. Um, I mean, it, you know that I will take any opportunity to trash Adam. So <laughs> I like, do know that. Adam had an overwhelming victory. <laughs> like, Adam, a Gablerian. All the final tribal votes. The That's man who tried to play thing. a podium as an idol. He hasn't yes. done that yet. <laughs> but he he was the type. He would. Indicative of the type of player he is. Um, I think Adam's a far better winner it. than Gabler. I think yeah. he gave a better final performance. He told that jury what he wanted. He was able to position himself so that when he was saying the things that Cassidy was saying, people believed it. And now look, man, there are dynamics at play here that I am not going to pretend don't exist especially when you compare say hannah trying to do similar right because that's more about comparing adam to gabler not adam to hannah those are different issues right but yeah and then it's like man like yeah ken was never gonna win but i liked him more (laughs) yeah and frankly like i I liked hannah a lot more than these three it's like so it's like it's tough for worse gameplay i think similar it's all the same point they got there and the jury's kind of like Huh, you. But the difference is, I think that jury was actually very happy to vote for Adam even before he had revealed his personal detail. For whatever reason, like he just he could. They all like. He's a nice guy. Like I, I know you know John just hates him because he's boring television. But like having you know, and yeah, sure, meeting someone like briefly doesn't tell you anything. But like having briefly met Adam a couple of times at, at like finale parties and that he is a genuinely like very kind person. Like, you know, he took the time to like, when I mentioned that someone was a fan to like find her before he left to like, say hi to her, you know, that is not stuff like you have to do um, because they didn't know that that happened, you know, like the nice person I'm sure that showed on the Island. Like also that cast was like, is clearly still very close. that, you know, he was like, oh, that nice young man, you know, that's yeah, that yeah. Adam. And so you don't mind giving out that nice young man some money in a way that like they didn't, you know, they clearly didn't feel towards Cassidy or Owen for whatever the case may be. What I find interesting is that I've thought about that a lot, too, is that both of those final threes had very sort of meh people. In fact, I think Millennials versus Gen X is why we have final fire making a lot of people oh, yeah. for some reason like to put that on co wrong and jeff hating michelle's win even though aubrey and sydney 
had a final four fire making, but it was definitely for David. Um, and and so very similar in that way where like the top prospect goes out at four. But we love millennials versus Gen X, or at least exactly. I do. You know, and a lot of people do. I'm not like out on an island on that one. Well, <laughs> because millennials versus Gen X is a season where it's similarly like three. What and consider- a lot of women got voted out early on right. too. It's actually right. very structurally similar. It is, but the difference is that again, three goats made it to the end in both seasons. But during the but during the post-merge time, moves were happening to take out people who actually seemed like they were trying to make moves. People were trying to make moves during that season. And the and you know it was going back and forth. There was a freaking rock draw. This cast would never at go. 10. <laughs> Why was there a rock draw? This cast would never go to a rock draw. There is not a single person in this cast who would be willing to draw rocks, except for maybe Ryan, because he wouldn't know what that meant. Um, <laughs> like, like let's be honest, Cody would because it'd be radical. <laughs> I, you know, but the point is, like this, you know, it, the difference between the two seasons is this is a cast where every vote was consensus. Like there was no attempt to upend those consensuses. E- even when you were on like the outs, you were like, well, I got to vote with the consensus. Owen, all he talked about was just how much he wanted to get a vote right. Who cares about getting a vote right, dude? Just yeah. try to better your position in the game. And if that means that you're on the wrong side of the numbers. Be on the wrong side of the numbers. Stir shit up. Like, come on. I I hated how this cast played because no one tried anything. Yeah. Sorry. The other distinguishing value or aesthetic of this season is that there was no entertainment value. Millennials (laughs) versus Gen X, like, if nothing else, Ken sucked at Survivor. But tell me that he wasn't entertaining to watch. As I mean, I like watching him. <laughs> I'm that. saying. So like there were like even the bad players brought something to the table. Right. And I think in this season, the good players barely brought anything to the table. They weren't making entertaining television. Now, I'm not even saying that's necessarily their fault because it's totally reasonable and understandable given how recent seasons have gone to play a conservative, cautious game, which sucks. But at the same time, I was not tuning in to be like, oh man, I can't wait for the dynamic personalities of Ryan and like Gabler this week. Like, no, please. I don't care what they have to say. And I I think um, one interesting thing sort of to what Matt was saying about, you know, people not switching things up and the amount of consensus vote is so... Leading up to his vote, you know, leading up to the finale, there's been a lot of debate as if this matters one bit about whether or not Jesse is a villain, you know, because he's a nice guy, but he's betrayed people. It's like, who gives a shit? Like Courtney Yates was all the village tribe. And so was, um, I don't know, other people who didn't do anything weird. Like, you know, it, didn't, it doesn't matter. Um, what there really wasn't this season was an antagonist because there wasn't, there was barely a protagonist and like, there were no opposing forces and millennials versus Gen X, like as much as, you know, David was sort of leading the charge, but you always had Jay around and like hanging out and being, you know, the fun guy and winning the challenges and they just could, and being ballsy was not playing his idol, you know, 
And it's not even about like Jay being a star, although he is. It's that there were different sides to root for, you know? Yep. Did you know any like like I could like David, but also enjoy Jay and be like, ooh, well, maybe his plan will work. And you know, maybe this is the time that they rebel. And you have that friendship between Jay and Adam, even though they're on opposite sides, which is kind of almost even more interesting than Cody and Jesse like being together until they're not, you know. There's, there's, it's just, it's like a storytelling problem, you know, essentially. And like, it's hard because, you know, if they can't create an antagonist out of thin air, it is a reality show. But like, you need to have an opposite side (laughs) to things. Are we getting hot takey here, suggesting that Millennials versus Gen X was better than uh, Survivor 43? <laughs> it's not about, if it was. It's just like, we're really going out on a, a line here. Well, but just because one of the best so seasons ever talk versus- about the bad final three. And I just yeah. wanted to kind of demonstrate that, like, a bad final three doesn't mean the season is bad. And why exactly is that? You know, and God, my voice is fucked up. <laughs> and, um, but like, it, you know, I mean, in the same way, like that. So people were disappointed at the ending of that season because of this season because of that. And I get it because same. But like, you know, if Jesse won, it still it, that would have been great. But like Kim Spradley won one world, you know, and it's one world like a terrible season. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this would have been Jesse better than that won... because there was no horrible, hateful moment that made me like rant to my roommates about a show they don't watch. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matt? Sorry, Matt, I interrupted. No, if Jesse won, like this would be around like the level of One World, you know, maybe a little higher because it didn't have a Colton, but like, you know, I like it yeah. would have been much higher. I mean, we can get to that later, but what we haven't been complaining about this season. We've been meh about like we've been, it's fine about this season, unless every, you, you were the weeks that you weren't talking to me. Um, it was a fine, fine, fine baseline. And maybe it's part is like mid almost feels worse than bad in some ways. Yep. Like it seems like a worse insult. Um, I think if Jesse would have won, it would have stayed mid, but it didn't. Instead, we get possibly the worst final three and the worst winner of all time. So now it's kind of going down there. Yeah, okay, like, that's fair. Right above all the seasons that had really horrible, horrible things. <laughs> and and that's why it can't sink to the bottom because there are seasons right. that had objectively horrible things happen and so like by virtue yeah. of those it will yeah. not be at the bottom the I season didn't I excite think... us but it didn't make us like hate ourselves for watching right I, yeah, I don't like... think i'm gonna remember this season at all like this season is going to be more memory hold than guatemala has by the show like yeah yeah, yeah. i can guarantee you i'm gonna remember it because that's what i do yeah, yeah. i'd it like to play along i get what you're going for <laughs> But like, well, I, remember I, I might remember Islands some of the, of the people, idols. but I'm not going to remember what happens. Like, well, I mean, the good Jesse news is back. nothing would be your yeah. answer, yeah. except like Jesse. Did you really only stuff. have to remember Jesse getting rid of Cody. Yeah. Like, that's right. the only words. I mean, I thought his moves against Noel was pretty good, too. That's like, there true was some too. stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, again, like, you know, people talk about the season is like one where like, you know, the you know, the best players just kept taking each other out. I don't know that there's a plural best players. Yeah. Of this season, I think Jesse was a pretty good player. Everybody else, whatever, man, like whatever. Yeah. The other person we thought was good, Carla, I'm might have so been worse than the that, final man. three, man. They like, 
like again like she was more interesting i i think she would have won if she was yes. up against those others but like she was actively sabotaging her game and she didn't look any better in this finale and not just because she didn't like last very long or have many moves but like when every time we saw carla having to do something it was like oh, why are you doing that though and it was the same tonight or last night sorry you know one thing just while we're on the carla topic you know a lot of people are going to bring up like, well, like, couldn't Jesse have done something to get himself to the end? And the one thing that you can point to is like, well, if he could have gotten Cassidy at five, maybe he could have. But the reason he couldn't do that was because one, they, they were pretty set on voting Carla, but also he couldn't trust Carla to vote with him. If he could trust Carla to vote with him, he could have played the idol on her and they could have voted out Cassidy. But he couldn't trust her because guess what? She put a vote on Jesse and he knew that that was a possibility. And so it's so he would have had to steer the vote to him because he couldn't trust her. And and that and that goes to it. It would have improved Carla's game if she trusted Jesse in that moment. But she was always trying. She was trying to do like something too clever when it when that's not what the moment called for. It was, and I do think she misplayed that, but I do also think Jesse could have played that round better. And I wonder if he was trying to have, and like, this is what got high last season, like trying to have the perfect game because like when Carla went out, he even commented like, oh, you ruined my record. Yeah. And because he should, I mean, like, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but he should have done what Andy said. You know, like I mean, I agreed with Andy anyway, but like you know, he he should have absolutely done everything he had to get the votes on him. You know, maybe you don't want it to be that obvious. Oh yeah, but like the problem was that other people were targeting Carla, so he would yes. have had to play it on her. You do not want he is not only obviously with playing it on her at led to him going home, but like even if Carla had voted for Casty absolutely the right call to just play on yourself and i get taking it out beforehand too because if because at that point he probably knows most of the votes aren't going on him so then it's kind of just like you know if he plays it but you could have just like when they're talking about carla like start tell cassidy i don't know like oh yeah carla said you know or start saying how you don't think carla's that much of a threat anymore because she shouldn't be and and everything like I don't know exactly what it is. My yeah. brain is it's not tough for him to make that argument to Cassidy. Though it's like Carla isn't the ta- the threat. Sure, I maybe am, not Cassidy. You know? right. but, exactly. you know, it's like right. Owen and Gabler and like that sort of thing. Like because there was clearly dissension on which ones to vote for. Like I don't know. There instead was, of what? Yeah, I don't I, know. There I, was dissension. That's the problem. Like yeah, I wanted Jesse to get all the votes on him, but it was very clear. That Cassidy well, the Cassidy only cared about getting votes on Carla. Yeah, but like yeah. by the way, dinner, that's what Cassidy should have claimed as her big move. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, because Owen said, I think we should go out, go get out Jesse. And Cassidy yeah. said, Well, I think it'd be better for my game if we got rid of Carla. And Owen said, Okay. Yeah, because yeah. Owen's terrible at Survivor. So yeah, terrible. that's another yes. like again, yeah. I I I wish there was something Jesse could have done, but yeah, I, I actually think there is. Okay. I think me. there is something Jesse could have done. And this is the unsatisfying answer. Jesse had to play last week differently. And this is what he would have had to do. Still vote out Cody, but don't play the idol. Let Carla keep her idol because guess what? The only person that you want to be across from on fire is Carla. 
And the only way to get Carla to fire is if she still had that idol. You flushed her idol. It was a great move. It really cemented for the jury and everyone that you're a great player. But you needed to get out Cody and you needed to find a way to get yourself to the end. And the end, the only way you were going to get to the end was by facing someone in fire that you could beat, which means you needed Carla there. And maybe you couldn't beat Carla, but you clearly couldn't beat Gabler who made fire faster than anyone. And so I think that's the only chance he had. And I only can say that with 2020 hindsight, because I thought that move last week was great. I thought that was a great move. But the question I had was, how are you going to win fire? Yeah. I mean, the answer was light a fire faster than anybody yeah. else. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, I, I like, I like what could, yeah, I actually, I, I like that take. I hadn't thought of it. That, uh, Cause again, yeah, it would have been for preferential and uh, Jesse, is aware of this. He like shares that with us that Carla survived five to have another target. It's just, it, it, it seemed personal for Cassidy. Right. So, and yeah, I know when she's Which, like, this is what's again, best for me. Carla this is what I know. need to separate myself. Why is Owen like signing off on that? Why do you care what she needs? Owen, you should be thinking right. about what you need. You're the immune guy. If they, she won't move off Carla, just go to Gabler and Carla and be like, okay, Cassie's not doing this, but we don't need her vote. It's possible to vote people out by something other than a consensus. It's possible. I swear to fucking God, it's possible. But yeah, so I, I mean, other than that, yeah, Jesse should have won fire. And I know that we're all now admitting, like acting like it was impossible. Why Jesse yeah. lost is because he didn't light the fastest fire in survivor history yeah. that's what we're talking yeah. about i don't know if he was good or bad all i know is the other guy was the best in the history of the game right uh, other people have the won best of the fire, fire making challenge yeah that's what i'm talking about john but thanks for yeah, the yeah, yeah. in case well, somebody was just might coming be better that one we didn't clip. see them do it so I mean, like, i'm saying specifically like like I don't yeah, know Rick that Devins Boston was Rob was engaged really in a fire making fire. challenge. I have a feeling he would beat Gabler in a fire making challenge. Sure. Maybe. Who knows, man? Sarah had fucking fire on her thread and that lost. Fucking wild. Okay. Um, Somebody else has won this challenge going like a fucking hour. Okay. Other people like, yeah, and again, we're like, oh, Jesse clearly isn't good at fire. Mike White yeah. won fire making. This is shit is so completely random. And now we're acting like Jesse was a moron for thinking he could win. And he I'm not it. saying he's a moron. I'm I, saying no, no, that, there like, are people like yeah. even and not even just this. This has been bugging me too. not even just like after the fact, but like last week of like, oh, but now he's going to have to win at fire. It's like, OK. Yeah. Isn't it nice that he plays in an era where that's even an option? And like that people are still and like. It was like, oh, but I think he would have beat Cody because I've been watching an edit where Jesse was the dominant player and he took out Cody. Like, yeah, Cody would have had this big move. Um, first of all, also, uh, it was the benefit of hindsight. I'm very confident that this jury votes for Cody <laughs> over Jesse in that world because they just voted for Mike Gabler to win. So, <laughs> And I'm not saying again that like Gabler was like, you know, significantly worse than the other two or anything, but I don't think Cody is as bad. I think it's the same thing of where we didn't take Gabler seriously and assume that we people wouldn't respect him. And I think a lot of people assumed that with Cody too, because he was the fun and quirky guy. But people fucking loved Cody there. Oh, yeah. And no, he had a lot of close no relationships that we didn't see because he got voted out at six. Like eh, 
It's just, it wasn't a bad idea just because it didn't work. He was always going to have a hard time getting to, yeah, he would have gotten taken by Cody and I'm sure it would have been nice to have a hundred thousand, but he wanted to win. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, uh, how could you something... win the challenge? The challenge was fucking stacking clay pots. Why are we <laughs> acting like this is an Romeo impossibility? Won. He was second, man. If, you know, the wind comes. Oh, was I hoping later. for the wind to come? He might have won, or maybe the wind blows his stack down because he still had five more to go. The, the, like the Romeo won last year. Let's yeah, stop yeah. pretending that Romeo Final beat Four Jonathan. Challenge is, is like is, like this impossibility, or you know, like, like it's fucking random. So if you, that your choice is do the best I can to win a jury vote versus do the best I can to sit, you know, to set myself up to survive Final Four. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to set yourself up to survive final four. Heather was taken out at final four. It's just random. And I'm sorry, like people really need there to be meaning in this. They need to be meaning that, you know, Mike Gabler won a season of survivor and they need meaning that Jesse didn't. So uh, clearly he's not good at survivor because he didn't win, which is the, the most limiting rubric I've ever heard. Uh, it's just shit happens. Three fields, famously terrible survivor player. Yeah, no, look, uh, and uh, if you're using that rubric, does that mean there's only been 41 good players or most of those people have also lost survivors? So are we saying like, there's only like six good players and Mike Gabler's one of them. I don't know. Um, but it's just like, yeah, it happens. He didn't win because Gabler lit, lit a fire really fucking fast. And he's saying, also go, we have an ongoing point which is you have to take some risks to win this game, right? Like yes. if Cassie had taken any, a, I think she probably wins this this season. Right. And there's a large degree of luck involved. And yeah, sometimes you have to try to make your own luck. He tried and he failed. That's going to happen when the you take a risk. So like, hey, at least, yeah, exactly. The lesson is never try. Um, at least he took a swing at that. And that's really all he can do. And just yeah. hope that it turns out well. I want people to play like Jesse. God damn it. Like, it's just like, as someone who enjoys watching this show, I don't want to watch Gabler's. I don't want to watch Cassidy's. I, okay. I get some enjoyment out of watching Owens just because they suck so much, <laughs> but I don't want them to win. Um, <laughs> my best move. was the time that Noel <laughs> took my vote. This cannot be forgotten. There's been so I much mean, heat going back and forth of what happened and the what the fuckness of the alligator and all that. Man, a dude sat there and told a jury of his peers that his best singular move was the time that someone stole his vote. That no, happened. And it's even more that. perfect because it's the absolute analog of the football being yanked out away from him. Like it's yeah, oh, it yeah. really is the <laughs> even more yellow. closest it's parallel. Beautiful. But this time they told him that the football was being taken. <laughs> No, and here's the thing, like, I'll be like, hey, you might want them to play like Jesse because you're addicted to big moves. But look, he didn't win, right? You know who else didn't win? Cassidy and Owen. Yeah. They didn't win. Their whole, I'm going to avoid making big moves. I'm just going to do this. And I'm going to get there and assume that people will respect my game. And they didn't. They voted for Gabler. So, you know, for all the people who think, like, making big moves is dangerous, you might lose Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, you might lose Survivor. 
not doing anything and getting to the end also hasn't proven a very effective strategy unless you can find yourself up against two other people and then they just like your analogies more. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's also, you know, you know who else like didn't win this season and who didn't like making, making big moves? Literally everyone else on this season. <laughs> no one liked baking, making big moves and they all, and they were the jury. It's like, you know, I mean, it's come on. It, it doesn't guarantee you anything to be passive. It doesn't, it's all it does is just make you feel worse when you lose because you never freaking tried. I don't even know if that jury wanted big moves. They just wanted a move. And yeah. they all, all they had, all He's they sad. had was I threw Ellie's name out at the non-merge and oh people God. can clown that all they want. And that's fine. You should. It was light years more than what the other two had to offer. The other two had to offer the best option. Yeah. The other <laughs> two had to offer again. I don't know if I've mentioned this, that someone stole my vote and <laughs> I dictated this vote. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I'm just learning sure. that now for the first time. Right. Wow. Me, who had such a good pulse on the game, as I'm saying, you know, it's also like just funny thought that occurred to me imagine how ellie feels learning that gabler oh my won. god <laughs> the money i would pay <laughs> and so like john you did what two podcasts this season and uh That's like the right. first one was you and i saying man those guys really should have voted out gabler they screwed it up <laughs> and, and then the other one was us just clowning on gabler the, the next five minutes are for you know this guy sitting in the hospital those were the key moments of the season john you nailed oh. it I'm saying, and I, I want to point out, you know, that I called it in the very first episode, you needed to get Gabler out. I mean, <laughs> just let's not add any more additional context. I said, you got to get Gabler out. You we can't nailed just, it. you know, keep I, him around. I do hope that his big crowning move being voting out Ellie uh, will be a good a lesson because that's at the vote where people tend to be the most cautious of this weird half and half thing. And he was just like, fuck it, that's who I want out. And they got voted out, and then he used that to win the game. So maybe people will actually speak their fucking mind. Um, Especially I also, in this season, like, you know, it sounds like a, a silly thing, but like, as you're saying it, it's like, that's the one time anybody did that, you know? Like, yeah. like Jesse, <laughs> like, worked his work, you know, probably more effectively, you know, behind the scenes and all that. But people are like, wait, 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 you can do that? I thought we needed to build consent. Okay, okay, yeah, that's what we'll do. So maybe it no, was impressive to these, like, weak-willed fuckers. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, and, and also, I am forever... I was already amused because of the five-minute dedication thing, but uh, now that he's allegedly donating all of the money to hopefully a legitimate uh, veterans charity um, to help like the wounded soldier with treatment and stuff forever amused that his biggest rival in the season is a therapist for veterans combating uh, who ha- deal with PTSD. <laughs> like that's Ellie's job. That's what she does. She treats veterans with PTSD <laughs> and she's like, and Gabe like, fuck that bitch. Get her out of here. <laughs> Went through my bag. Oh, I guess it was Janine too. Uh, so what do you think about the fire making challenge? Like, I actually, I don't even know where you guys are at. Do you think that's what cost uh, Cassidy the game? Is it a, it's a, a problem that it costs? I don't know. Start anywhere. What do you think, Matt? No, I don't think it costs her the game. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, like, I think you can say, I, I think people saying 
oh, well, fire making cost Jesse the game. I think that's he would have been voted out of four with this configuration either. To say that it cost him the game, you would have had to say, well, Jesse would have kept Cody around longer because he would have then been able to vote Cody out at four. But then you're just like, would he have? I don't know. Maybe they take out Jesse instead. So it's just, I, I don't think fire making cost Jesse the game. I don't think it cost Cassie to the game. I like fire making because it gives a Jesse a shot, but also I'm kind of tired of it and I could see it go away for a time. See, I don't think it cost Cassie to the game, but I do think it could have helped winner of the game. And again, it's yeah. just because it's like she had nothing. So that yeah. would have been something, you know, if yeah. she had something beforehand, like say she told people that uh, I made sure Carla went home so that, you know, she and I wouldn't be sharing credit for things. Then maybe she doesn't need fire making, but she had nothing and they know it. You know why? Cause they were there, man. They like, everybody's like, you know, talking about like what a big threat she was or well, why they kept talking about her threat. They knew how much of a threat they, she was. And the reason, and the answer was not at all. It just like, again, if she was a threat, they would have voted for her, and but they didn't I think that the huge mistake on her part was like hanging a lantern on this idea that, well, maybe Gabler didn't get any votes because he was never a threat. And then the jury then can hear that and think, hmm, let's have this kettle get called black here. What's what's yeah. happening? Yeah. I mean, so, when they were going after her more than Gabler. But. Yeah, but often it was because they wanted to target Carla and couldn't. Yeah. Right. Carla was immune or they were worried about her idol. Like a lot of that was let's split votes. So it wasn't like really like we're really actually except for Ryan and Gio, who weirdly just like fucking hate. They just disliked her, which, you know, again, we're arguing that she was the social queen. Where's her connections? Like, honestly, like I thought she was kind of cool, but also like from the like even pre-merge. She seemed a little caustic, like she's just like uh, was a little bit too blunt with people, especially in a season in which people really pussyfooted around stuff. But anyway, uh, what about like what about you on uh, fire making, Emma? Yeah, um, I don't I don't know that it necessarily cost Cassidy the game. It definitely didn't cost Jesse the game, but I do think it fucking sucks Um, and I'm over it. And it's always sucked. It's stupid. I don't care. Like. Yeah, sure. It's helped I uh, in, you know, in theory to help someone like that get a chance. I think also Jesse probably would have played it differently because he played the game he had. Uh, fire making as br- mandatory fire making, I should say, has brought us a more interesting ending exactly twice that I could think of. Yeah. What's the and second one? What, what are the two? War? Oh, because that, that probably you're saying a bit more interesting than Sarah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly for me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, what, like, and also, you know, with a lot of the reasons people are said about Gabler, like, we, yeah, they're both cops. We know Sarah's mega. We don't know Tony. Don't know. That's right. You That's all He's never voice. shown it, though. That's with it. Sarah, we know for a fact. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah no. Um, <laughs> but. And, and not to stereotype, by the way, but Gabler wore camo on this season. <gasps> That well, actually this- is part of what I wanted to bring up. But yeah, the other time, obviously, is Ghost Island. Yeah. Uh, is the only time yeah. it's like really provided legitimate value. And um, that's it. But yeah. I would add Edge of Extinction just because I think that then the added lulls. to the hilarity yes. of yeah, but uh, I, I think but I would have preferred Edge Richard of Evans Extinction to win, you know? was the bigger part of that, I think. You know, the existence of the sure. Edge. Yeah. Um. Also, at least Chris Underwood was hot, you know, but um, 
Anyway, no, but to John's point, that is about as ridiculous as this sentence is going to be. To John's point about Gabler wearing camo, um, he was hiding that, in plain sight. Yes. Oh my no, god. No, genuinely something. So, like, look, I'm gonna, you know, cross a dangerous threshold and like get into sort of politics and real world stuff here because that is a lot of why people are upset about Gabler winning, which I totally get. Um, and the thing is, they never seem to know about this stuff during the game, which kind of fascinates me. Like, like, just can someone who feels apparently as strongly as Gabler, like, get through this game playing with that Carla never got a whiff? Um, yeah. And I don't mean to, like, put this all on Carla, that being the responsible has to be, like, social justice, but just in, like, terms of what we see like who you would most expect to have not wanted to vote for someone like Gabler like I'm just kind of curious about how things go on the island that like it never you're never like huh this guy from Idaho with the camo and that sort of beard and stuff like so Gabler where were you last winter where were you (laughs) January 6th yeah I was you start out vague and then you go in oh we took it into more detail you see, you have a trip? You, go, you know, like, no one does, no one just never wants to, like, and and obviously I get, like, it's sort of like workplace stuff. Yeah, you don't want to, like, bring it up, but, you know, you maybe try to be like, what's the vibe? Like, when I was on my way back from the um, holiday party where I almost certainly got COVID, uh, the Uber driver gave us a bad vibe real quick, and that was a 15-minute drive, and, like, he didn't say yeah. anything about politics, but it was like, Oh, the apps don't make you guys wear masks. Well, he's lucky they did uh, that we wore them. <laughs> but you know, and just like even just other comments that were unrelated to that at all, I was just like, mm, this guy's got a got a questionable vibe. Like it, I'm just fascinated that that apparently Gabler could keep that mask on for 26 days when his Twitter is full of like this like this shit that goes very against what a lot of these people's like entire lives are it doesn't actually surprise me like this is a multicultural cast like you know i don't like now people especially if you're on social media like realize like white people have somehow forgotten how to behave in these settings but like for most of his life he probably knew to like wait until he's around other people like him to say these things so i don't i get yeah that they're not oh, out no, there. No, it talking. is Idaho. I think it's only people like him there. Right, but he's not in Idaho anymore, right? Like you, you know, he would have to be a special type of moron, and apparently he's not to be saying that around the people he is on TV. You know, so yeah, it that's what I'm talking me. about vibes. I'm just surprised, you know, that that you don't you don't pick up on a little bit of a vibe. Um, it's just you know, like like John said, oh, he's wearing camo, like <laughs> like yeah. hmm. I don't know. Like we like to pretend like it's the you know, small minority, but like every polling, every like your race is like forty nine percent of white men or fifty five percent of white men. It's like yeah, it's just yeah, that's yeah. kind of how it is. You should assume that more than the other, and until proven otherwise. Yeah. Anyway, John, what did you think of? What do you think of the fire making challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I I think that the mechanic of having a you know fourth place unanimous vote be able to save themselves and save themselves in some way is not a bad idea the fire making thing has just gotten tired now if they want to do 
something else. Um, there could be a puzzle. It could be like, I don't know what it necessarily would be. Um, I get that they use fire just because think it's you know, the immunity the whole... challenge. If you win immunity, they don't vote you. Well, out. Exactly. That's the thing is doing a puzzle then feels like a repeat of an immunity challenge versus fire making feels like its own separate entity. I don't know what necessarily what else you could do, but a different form of tie break just or uh, like third versus fourth might be more interesting. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, I'm less prone to be upset about it because I'm more likely to be cheering for the person saved by fire making than the person whose game is like, you know, hurt by fire making. Um, but yeah, I can go, man. Like, it's, it's just like, as Emily said, Emma said, it's not really doing its job. Um, now, I say, so, you know, she said two, you know, Matt points out a possible third. That might be a lot in terms of like out of nine years, we get two good results for a game that, again, encourages mediocrity. But I don't know. It's just it's probably just not worth the 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 anger inspired by it. Although you know, it yeah, it's and nine times, nine seasons. What's the difference? You said nine years. Ah, then that is a very big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I, I I just I found myself thinking, has it really been around for ages? No. Then it's I been nine. math in my yeah, head. I actually yeah. counted it up because another thing that's happening a lot today because people have the memories of goldfish, or like, see, this is why it has to go because now people have to go into fire making if they win. Ignoring that until last night, like three of the past four winners were brought to the end. You yep. do not need to do it. We've seen people get brought to the end and win. We've seen people win fire making and win. We've seen people win the final immunity and not go into fire making and win. It there it just have we it, seen this is a genuine question. I can't yeah. remember. Have we seen someone win immunity at at that point and not go in since Chris Underwood? Because uh, I know Nick Nick, Nick Wilson didn't was go that in, after? but that was what. Was no, that, Nick yeah, that was, was before? before? Nick was before. Tommy uh, was no, we haven't. Anything. Tommy didn't win. Tommy was somehow right. Taken. Yeah, Tommy was yeah. taken. No, Tommy was yeah. taken. Yeah, yeah. Which, the thing, though, that, there really hasn't been that many, right? So Tommy yeah, was true. taken. Erica was taken, and uh, Marianne was taken, and then twenty-one yeah. fire, right? Right. Yeah. So, right. So no. So since Chris, since Chris Underwood, we haven't seen someone win immunity, give it up, and win. Is that what you're saying? We haven't seen somebody win immunity, win immunity and win Survivor and one way or the other. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's probably because the people who won immunity weren't particularly impressive people, you know? Like yeah, it happens, I mean, man. it's a small enough sample size that that's not really meaning anything. Um, I was, I was mostly just curious because that does seem to be the issue people are having. It's not that you have to go into fire, but that you should have to give up your immunity, you know, because I think Natalie got that from Rob too, but I, uh, Boston Rob, but I think the point here is that Natalie got voted out first and um, like, that's why Chris Underwood had to do it, you know, and Cassidy. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have had it. That's, that's dumb. I, I think that they're misinterpreting what Boston Rob was saying. I, I the Boston Robologist, would know. <laughs> right, it's to get rid of Tony. It's just yeah, it's Tony was still in the game. That's the yeah. problem. It wasn't that you needed to beat Tony and fire. It's that you needed to eliminate Tony from the game. That when you came back, we all knew there was one guy that was going to win, and he's still here. 
Right. That's what it was at. So like if Sarah had eliminated him, then maybe Natalie wins. Right. But it's like Tony still, you didn't vote him out at five. You, he didn't get eliminated at four. So what do you want from us? You were going to vote for Tony too. Um, so that, I think that's what it, that was more about. And I think, so like, yeah, people are all up in arms and it's just like, yeah, I, like, I get it. Get rid of it. It's like, it's not really doing much. And the negative impact that I think we all kind of anticipated at the beginning that might be happening is it's just pushing off, pushing ahead the voting yes. off of that good yeah. player. You know, Ghost Island yeah. didn't happen because those fucking people sucked. But otherwise. <laughs> and I mean, Dom and, well, they they did suck, but Dom and Wendell both had idols at five. Yeah. Um, so just for that purpose, sure. But it's like, yeah, would this have been more satisfying if it was a 4-1 vote for Jesse? Hmm. Like, <laughs> my interest left, like, I was able to stay interested in Casey wins fire. I wouldn't have been if it was just the normal one. I was like, okay, well, we know what's happening here. Uh, so it's like, I don't see it as the big deal, but either way. So since it's not helping the show, we could just go back to the way it was. Um, this leads into a discussion. <laughs> of how this ranks in terms of seasons, because this is one of the most popular things amongst the survivor internet. You got to rank things and our rankings page for the season just gets millions more hits than anything else on our website. So to be fair, this is the we hardly do anything else on our website anymore. That's, true. That's a good point. So true. Why do we even have these other people? on staff andy what was what was the point of this so well, i think both podcast. of them were on the show more often than you were this season <laughs> hey, listen, they're just soaking up all this purple rock budget <laughs> so. yeah come on, come right, on. anyway keep, let's keep do some money final thoughts on <laughs> season rankings good god all right matt go first for that one uh fair enough um i think I don't know from the more I think about it, the worse I feel about this season. And I know, you know what Andy's saying about how week to week we were mostly like this season's fine. It's okay. I think that's because we kept expecting stuff to happen. And beside for one week, it really didn't. And when I look back at the season, I see a season where nothing really happened. And so when then and then when it ends with the giant wet fart, that is the Mike Gabler win, I can't help but think like that is the winner we deserve this season because it's a season where nothing happened. We kept anticipating something more interesting. And instead, the interesting thing didn't happen. And we got a really bad winner who still might, again, have been better than the two people he was sitting next to. So where does this rank? We just talked about Ghost Island. I think this is a ghost island type of season. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is right behind it. Maybe it's right ahead of it, but that's about where it ranks. And ghost island is like bottom 10 for me. So that's about where it is for me. Emma, give us your take. Yeah, I am. I pulled up our rankings to consult. So I, I did too. Remember, <laughs> except our names are on them. So now I have to remember. Okay, I'm the one who ranks Kagayan lower than everyone else. Yeah. So that's me. Um, and then, of course, it's not in order. I was like, how many seasons do we have where really bad, unpleasant things <laughs> happened? It's at least above that. I'm a little higher on Ghost Island than a lot of people because I was rooting for Wendell pretty early on. So that just made it more fun for me. Um, also, I think he's cute. <laughs> um, definitely bottom half, probably bottom third. 
again, it really depends on like how many, you know what, it's around, like maybe like around heroes, healers, hustlers, you know, in that not like crazy offensive in terms of like things that happened. A winner who you probably don't really trust of their viewpoints. Is Ben also from Idaho? I think he might be. I thought he was Iowa. No, that's Carol. No, that's Sarah. That's Sarah. And... I thought I thought he was from the same place as Sarah. No, that's no. Denise. Oh, you're right. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> not point stands. Um, mostly boring season. A couple of like really standout moves and moments, but not worth it in the act. Yeah, that's a that's a good comparison. So so roughly around there, and I have I have HHH at thirty three because I rank it above all of the hate-filled seasons of unpleasantness. Um, so what is that? Bo- that? Is that bottom quarter? That's bottom, bottom 10. It's bottom 10, 33 yeah. is, that's 10th. Tenth, tenth that's, that's true. Well, so roughly around there. I don't know the yeah. exact. So yeah, I've got some say, time to really lock down the exact position. But yeah, that's kind of yeah, weird. Like, numbers are gross. Um, bottom 25%. <laughs> all right, Andy, what about you? Um, for, so for most of the season, I was saying that this is, you know, mid tier survivor, not too, you know, not too bad, not too good. Um, I just, dis- I disagree with Matt's contention that there's only one good. I think from Noel on was pretty exciting stuff. I thought the Noel vote was good. I thought Sammy was good. Um, but yeah, this episode happened. Um, and it's like, again, it's not even so much the winner. Although, yeah, again, the winner sucks. Uh, it's the fin- finale is the finalists, all three of them. Worst three ever. So that I for the longest time I thought like the worst that this could be is like the worst middle show. But now I think it's in the it's not in the middle anymore, you know? And I really have to start thinking, it's like, which do I value more? Some of those seasons that are like objectively bad and throughout weren't good, but I really liked who won, you know? Yeah. Um, because look, man, like Redemption Island's a bad season. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it wasn't fun to watch my favorite player like run roughshod over it. Like that was enjoyable for me. I get that it's not enjoyable for other people, but I can only be the person I am. So it's like, am I going to put this lower than Redemption Island, which I've always kind of just ceremoniously had as the cutoff of the bad seasons? I've had it at the top of the bad seasons. Maybe, maybe, because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Know, and I went, if Jesse had won, it wouldn't have been that way. Because it's like, okay, uh, a fine season. I, I I did not dislike it while I was watching it. And I got a good winner. So then I think it would have been like middle, you know, but it's not. Uh, I no longer think this season is mid because it's like, man, this is what I don't want Survivor to be. And it keeps being this. I'm not like, exactly. going to, I'm not going to overreact to it. As I said, it's going to happen sometimes. You know, it, it's always been a strategy of since they voted out Gretchen, that if you think somebody is going to win, you should vote them out. It's just there used to be other things and other There's motivations no for people. no reason to vote for Gretchen except for strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, a young and innocent time that was. So it's like, it's, 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 I don't know that it's gotten worse in that regard. I think what it is is that like the other things like alliances and like loyalty have died down. Um. But it's just like sometimes like it, if everybody's trying to herd goats, 
we're going to get these situations where the goats win because challenges are capricious and that's just the way it goes. So I'm not like going to like rent garments, like, Oh my God, uh, is this the death of survivor? But at the same time, man, like this is the worst thing I want out of survivor. It's just three people being like, Hey man, I'm here. <laughs> I got here. That was everybody's argument. At least Mike, like uh Gabler said a bunch of other weird shit, but everybody was like, I played the game I wanted to do by getting to the end. And then they didn't have like a next step of like, okay, cool. We all wanted to get to the end. So congratulations. You did. Yeah. But how the dog that just chases after the truck, the mail truck. Right. And then you catch (laughs) it and you're like, oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, what's next? It was like, reward me. I'm here. It's like, yeah, but so are those two. What more? And then they didn't have anything. So yeah, I think it, it, like you guys, it's a bottom third season. Um, and I'm just trying to decide, is it better than the seasons that we all know are bad? Or is it a bad season? Yeah. And I think just like you have to be true to yourself, I have to be true to mine. And one of the things that bothers me the very most is when a season is not entertaining. And when players are not entertaining, that the whole purpose of this show is to entertain me, right? And this season just consistently failed. I was not, I didn't find any of the players dynamic, really. I didn't like, I wasn't excited to see any of them give a confessional. I didn't like think that there was going to be some fun antics. Even the gameplay was okay. As you said, it's just constant consensus votes. Fine. I mean, there were a few moves that were like, oh, okay, that's something. And it wasn't objectively horrible people. There was no moments that made me like regret having watched the season. It was really just how ephemeral and forgettable it was. Would it have been better if there were? If there were more like terrible people? Yeah. I mean, it would be more memorable. I would have a stronger opinion about it. Think about Fiji. There was I like Fiji more of awful, (laughs) awful people. I do too. I like I Fiji significantly, significantly more. better. I haven't because, seen Fiji yes. since it aired, so I don't really remember. But I remember really enjoying yeah, you were an adult. when those shitty people started losing. Yes. But sometimes because they, at least no. sometimes they, they win, right? Losing. But they didn't in that season. So uh, right. yeah. And there I, is, I of course, the risk that I just the tried shitty to find out when Fiji win. aired by Googling Fiji. <laughs> that should do it. Help. That should do it. Yeah, that should do it. You nailed it. Uh, next Google seasons, uh, survivor season set in Fiji, and that should nail it for you. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you, John, uh, mostly for old time's sake. Continue. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, it's I had mostly landed my point anyway, which is just that, like, don't bore me with your television yeah. program. Like, that, that's why I'm here. Entertain me, show me something. This season showed me so little. It was like the Tyler of seasons until yeah. the very end when it gave me just a little bit. And I, so I'm glad you got one last poke in at Tyler, you know, for old time's sake. <laughs> Who else is mentioning Tyler at this point? Right. So I almost Tyler did it earlier ju- ju- just, you know, just for you. Um, you I don't know. know like so we had some fun me. with the Gabler bits. Like again, like, like, and Cody, look at one point in this season, Cody early on said was like, man, you know, it's like, it's like, I relate to you, you know, blah, 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 inspirational thing. And that friend I just told inspiration, he died. And it was like, <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I can remember happening. And I don't know where that Cody went. And That's the thing is, 
I, you know, I kind of wonder if maybe that isn't a byproduct of the shortened seasons and starvation. I really think the shortened season is a problem. Also, but we've gone into that on other episodes. Also, shockingly good Cody impression. There were a couple moments there. Your voice really sounded like Cody. <laughs> I'm still yeah, troubled that you... Had a like, tattoo the on total his shift was shocking. I, uh, it's a little weird that you find that the funniest moment of juvenile cancer, but you know. Uh, right, your top three juvenile, juvenile cancer, cancer Very moments. funny. Uh, <laughs> Keebler wins. Uh, yeah, no, I do think the shortened season was a detriment this year, but maybe it was this this fucking cast. You know, like I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm my opinion. Yeah, I am loath to. I, again, I think you know they should try to switch some some things up. I think yeah, you know, we diagnose some things. I do think there's some structural things in the way. But the last two casts weren't this boring. Now, one thing, this is the first cast that saw the new game. Um, So we'll see what 44 is doing. It sounds like they're going to kill a couple of people. So that should be interesting. (laughs) But again, it's like, let's not let That's what I'm here for. Apparently, I find that funny. So, yeah, I think that's the lesson I'm taking away from this. Because like we said this in comments uh, with each other. So we might as well share them with the world. Like, you know. The, the common uh, thing oh. to do <laughs> after get ready to shut them down. Um, the common <laughs> thing to do after a season like this is to blame the show, and I think the show definitely has like some things they need to look at. But and then, like, when you get such a what the fuck winner, is to blame the editors. I, however, believe the editors of this season did a phenomenal job because I don't, I think they spun. Not gold, but something other than straw out of straw. Like they, I think this was a boring season with boring people with boring gameplay, won by a dullard, you know, competing against two other dullards. I don't want a Gabler based season. I don't want a season based on these three. So I think they made the right choices. I think they did some creative things. I think Jesse was the most interesting player and the guy isn't that interesting. They found ways, right? I obviously, I enjoyed some of the ways he was uninteresting uh, for representational purposes, but like, (laughs) you know, like the, the, the showing things. Because you just love identifying with white guys. (laughs) (laughs) Getting up those wife. Guys, um, yeah, really like the way they, into that F sound yeah. was the grink there. Uh, <laughs> the way they like, uh, they edit things out of sequence to make his moves seem more exciting. The way they peppered that, you know, uh, yeah. checklist thing. Like, I think the editors actually did a lot because there wasn't much here, man. I cannot say that a season that revealed that Gabler was the star of would have been a better season than the one we got. I think this might have been the best they could do with what they had. I I totally agree with the point that like the reason why this season was so boring is because of this cast. But I also think that in the early episodes, we saw hints of personality show through that were all bled dry by the end. And I think it was by starvation. We see Gabler, who was kind of a weird, funny, but also like crazy person bled dry of 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 a lot of that, because by the end he was saying I barely have energy to move or to get up. And it looked and it looked like for a second he might what not win the fire challenge earlier because he couldn't like he was like, I don't like, you know, like seeing him try to do that earlier was like this guy is like walking dead on his feet. 
and and that's my point that I think the starvation of this recent season, I think it's not that it's killing the gameplay, it's killing the personalities. What if they liked Gabler better because it drained his personality and that's why he was. They watched. might have. I yeah. think that might if have happened. Had, if he had it. kept putting palm fronds on people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One, last thought on the ranking. One last thought on the ranking. Does your opinion change at all? That be, well, when you think about how this season really made Edgic eat shit, is that the fact? It, oh. it makes me like it a little bit. Yes, yes. That does mm. help. I do, I do enjoy that. Aspect. You guys, there's a crazy thing. And then now, maybe it's listen, one notch I, above. I get, I'm Wait, making a Edgic big logical think leap. Chrissy here. was going to win because that's going to affect my rank. No. I don't know. But, but look, I, I hope you guys will come with me on this journey. I've heard that this season was really not spoiled. I'm going to make a bold take here. Like you can write my name next to this and everything. I think maybe there might be some correlation between these nailed it edgic picks and spoiled seasons. I'm just throwing that out there. See if you guys are willing to come with me. The devil you say. What you don't understand is how are they going to predict Somebody like Gabler, how, how would you know that somebody like Gabler could win other than studying the edit really deeply in ways that only people close viewers could? Right. The edgic only works when the I winner is obvious or spoiled. People you enjoy watching see play, that's all. Yeah, that's uh, all. anyway, I, I just I, I know Matt wanted to mention the edgic, I think he spent a good amount of time today. You guys did it. You nailed it. You know, I don't need I don't need to dance on Edgic's grave. I am already there. <laughs> uh, this never uh, backlashes. All right. Um, anything else for the season? Uh, let's do some quick final thoughts. Go ahead, Emma. You start first. Um, in retrospect, it does kind of seem odd that, you know, say what you will about the edit, but that Apparently, this ride or die alliance is such a big deal, and I think we only heard the name at Final Tribal. Like yeah, we sort of, yeah. we sort of knew Cody and Jesse were working with Gabler, but like, didn't know was that serious. You know, that's fair. That's probably oh, a, a drop ball. That does bring me to the other reason why I was surprised Gabler won is because the moment he said he wanted to go to the end with Cody and Jesse, I was like, oh, he just lost the game. They're gonna look at that. How is that not, you know, I've been tepid on like, eh, because I don't think Hasney played particularly well. But like, how was saying that, you know, Gabler going to fire was the right choice, disqualifying, but saying Gabler saying he wanted to go to the end with Cody and Jesse wasn't. That's the other guy dumb. said his best move was when he got his vote stolen. And the other girl <laughs> oh, said really? that her best move. <laughs> was this time that it was absolutely not her move when somebody Everyone was like, actually, bad. it was literally going to be one or the other of you. And we decided in the moment that you know, we knew both of you were voting, which way you guys were voting. So it didn't matter that. I, yeah, I get because I get when he said that, I'm like, oh, no, you don't tell people that you were going to go to the end. But hell, maybe those two jurors were like, cool. I like this guy. I like the kind yeah. of maybe all. And frankly, it could be that stupid that the rest of them were like, you know what? That would have been so much better. I wish you had gotten your way. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, there has been also, I think, talk about, you know, oh, the egos of the jury. And like John touched on this before, but like that's always been true, guys. We don't oh, say yeah. that Todd is the best jury member because he didn't set John Robert's ego. Um, 
Anyway, uh, all of these options sucked. They weren't good players. Maybe Cassidy should have sent Owen to fire because maybe Owen would have lost. Uh, yeah, no, like uh, the reaction to people like you know being angry about a jury making a capricious decision based on you know their own beliefs and all of that was fucking adorable. Where have you guys been? Well, all this like, oh man, look at what this says about the jury that they were only interested in themselves. Yeah, that's called a survivor jury. Yeah, they, that's a, called a survivor cast. Yeah, man, <laughs> this, this is the forty third <laughs> edition of such phenomenon. But I'm glad you're yes. just catching up now. I don't Season have any six, other final. Heidi, thoughts. is there anyone else? Like, yeah. we I mean, new guys. like you can read exit interviews with pre-merge boots, and they will be shocked the season wasn't about them somehow. Like these are very self-absorbed people. You know who did like so. the edit this season? Gabler. Gabler's like, yeah, yeah, it was great. This is great. <laughs> Maybe really he knows he could have looked so much worse. Probably. Wow. How about you, John? Any final thoughts besides, uh, wow, talking late? Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's late for Matt, too, fellow East Coaster. But um, I just wanted to thank everyone who's listened to us over the years because I have lost track of how many this is. But it's a lot. Far more. Too many. My God. Yeah. Um, far more than I thought we would ever get. Um, yeah, you can be our crack research team here. Okay. Um, in X number of years that Emma is researching right now. Nine? Nine. Nine years. It has been absolutely a pleasure to get to know some of you. And I met some of you in the real world and it's been a great experience. Um, even Andy's grown on me a little bit. Not the rest of you, but me, Andy. We got a we got a dad bond going now. <laughs> so anyway, just thank you all for listening and for coming guys. and commenting You're both on our white site. Guys. Engage <laughs> wife. Uh, both. Thank you. I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a jerk. Engaging. Yeah. Seriously, complaining about interrupting Emma. God. Anyway, it's different because um, I'm a girl. Sure. Um, so anyway, thank you for engaging with us on Twitter and our comment section. Thank you for the hundreds of thousands of you that inexplicably just come back and look at our rankings all the time. I I mean, they're the right ones, so it makes sense. I mean, but me and Emma did thanks. tonight, so two more. <laughs> yeah, look at that, two more views. How do how is that monetized? Five million. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, that is, of course, the page that drives the Purple Rock fortune. So I appreciate it. All right. Any final thoughts or have you already given it to us? I have none Phrasing. to share. I'm done. Oh, and that would be a perfect note to end this thing. Let's hit some theme music.
just like Jesse James.